0: Welcome to Podcast Hackers, the show for podcasters, by podcasters. Here, each episode, you'll hear from the best and brightest podcasters and learn how they're growing their audience, monetizing their shows, and making an impact through podcasting. And now, your host, Craig Hewitt. All right, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Hackers. Today, we have on Chris Ball from Build Your Financial Muscle. Chris, how are you doing?
1: Great. How are you doing, Craig?
0: I'm doing great, thanks for asking, yeah, so uh I love you the name of your podcast is, and your business is very descriptive, but uh, for folks who don't know you or kind of what you're up to, can you explain a little bit about yourself and your business and how you got into podcasting?
1: Sure, absolutely. thank you. so I've had a real varied career up until the last couple of years, and I just always had a dream about starting my own business. Um, I've always had a real interest in fitness, so as I was looking to transition out of corporate life and and get into doing something different with my life, I got a certificate as a personal trainer. So kind of fed my love of fitness that way and was using that as kind of a hobby side business. But I knew a few years back that I really wanted to be a financial planner. I just had a real passion for personal finance space, for helping people with money and getting things in order. So I went back to school. I got all the credentials I needed for becoming a, a financial advisor and I was struggling with how to, to, uh, get into the business. Cause there's so many ways of getting into the business. And if you want to go sell for a really big firm, if you want to work for a, a different financial planning firm or a bank. So I was kind of struggling with that. And I just ultimately decided to open my own business and I created my own firm, which, uh, was was probably the most difficult route to take but it's been satisfying. So in line with being this newbie that just was really struggling how to get my name out there for my business, I'd always had a real passion for writing and I had done a lot of public speaking in the past and really enjoyed that aspect of my career and I attended FinCon last year in Dallas and just met so many awesome people that are using all these technologies available. And I just felt like podcasting was an awesome fit into my, not only my business, but also just my personality and getting to talk about a variety of subjects that were important to me and things that are important to my clients. And my whole concept with my business is I think there's such a correlation between the same emotions we go through when we're dealing with money. And when we're dealing with fitness and trying to get into shape and build a healthy lifestyle. So I thought that was just a natural fit. And I really love how the podcast gives me another avenue to get my message out to people and and engage in important discussion with them, too.
0: I love it. I love everything about it. I mean, I think uh, on a personal level, I agree. I think everybody, to some extent, uh, struggles with uh, their health and their weight and their finances. Uh, and their in-laws, maybe those are like the three things, right? Now. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I agree. I and mean, I think that, that talking about this stuff in tandem is, is really helpful in drawing some of those kind of similarities and correlations, uh, is really obvious and probably brings to light some things that maybe people are doing well in one part of their life, but maybe not the other, but I'd love to, I'd love to take a couple steps back to talking about going to FinCon. So, uh, I'm not, I don't know a ton about it, but uh, what I do know, FinCon is a huge, Financial industry conference every year, uh, how many people go every year i mean it 's massive right?
1: yeah, so this was my first year, and when i when I had first opened my business, I was starting to look for ways to get experience with social media and get out there on blogs and podcasts and just different ways of using the the uh, tools of the internet to get my message out there and I came across. PT Money, who's Philip Taylor, and FinCon, which has been going on now for I believe almost close to ten years. So last year was my first exposure and it was just overwhelming to me in a in a very good way because I had learned things so, you know, kind of trial and error. I, I thought, well, you know. I'm not going to be able to do podcasting for years because I'll have to get all this equipment and I'll have to learn all this software and this technology. And I went to FinCon and I met people who were like me, who were financial planners. I met a lot of people who make a great living blogging and podcasting. And it was it was one of the most enlightening groups I've been around and, and encouraging because I met several people that are just you know they're making six figures easy doing what they love every day podcasting blogging or they're enhancing their their planning businesses like I I have through these mediums um and it was just such a group regardless of their success level everybody was so willing to offer advice told me not to overthink it just get started you know I didn't have to I didn't have to record a an Orson Welles classic right. <laughs> episode a radio <laughs> episode just get out there and talk from the heart. Let people see what you're made out of. Let them get to know you. And that was just real eye-opening for me. So despite being a perfectionist and nervous about the, you know, wanting it to be perfect, I just started doing it. And it's been a real joy. I've really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to get better at it and do more of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I mean, it's really savvy to say like, okay, I'm just going to get going and uh if it's not perfect that's fine i know nothing is ever fine like the first couple of times you do it but it's great to just be able to get started and really i mean what a what a treat to be able to go to such a a big and prestigious conference as fincon with some really big players in your industry right that like are still open to to kind of sharing what they're doing with podcasting and i'll say new media um to with with you know people like you who are kind of relatively new at it uh, that's not so common, I think, in a lot of industries, right?
1: Yeah, totally agree. And I've always been the one, just kind of a a personality trait or flaw, however you want to look at it. I'd be like, well, you know, if there's other people doing this, maybe I shouldn't get into it. Or, well, there's three other financial planners in the area here. I'm in the Detroit area. So it's like, well, you know, that that area may not need as much service, whatever, and then I learned it's, that the, the, it's such the truth is completely opposite. There, there's so much room continually in, this, in the financial media space, and, and I would say probably applies to all the, the various podcasts that you encounter and talk to. There's just so much opportunity, and people are always looking for good advice. They're looking for encouragement. One of the things I like to talk about through my business and my background being having work with personal training clients is a lot of people know how to work out. They know what they need to do for exercise. They know that they should eat a certain way, but a lot of it's just having somebody that they like to work with and can help keep them accountable. So I don't think we have any enough of those people in the world for a lot of pursuits because as human beings, we it's just the way we're wired. We tend to do really good with accountability and do well with people that share our views and we get encouragement from. So I think it's so awesome when you're able to build a tribe and or build a group that shares similar values to you and you're able to provide encouragement. And really, there's there's just not enough of that out there when you think about it. And there's so much all of us can gain from other people. So it's exciting to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's... I don't know if it's selfishly or not, but it's a big part of of us doing this show is to be able to talk with folks like you, share your, help you share your experiences with other podcasters who are starting or some, we've had some really advanced podcasters on the show as well, uh, talking about the things they've done throughout the years and hundreds of episodes of podcasting. Because I mean, we have, we all have collective knowledge and being able to share that with everyone else is really valuable because someone has already done that with us, right? And so we're, we're kind of here because of some of the great things other people have done, and I think being able and being willing to give that back a little bit is super powerful.
1: Yeah, that that's been my experience, and you know, people like yourself, others I've met through FinCon, the community. It's just overwhelming sometimes when you you reach out to someone who's really successful, or and they have thousands of listeners on their podcast, and they have YouTube channels, and they have blogs that are are very profitable, and they they just are givers they they're just more than willing to give you advice they want to help you avoid mistakes they made they're they're very honest with you about what it takes to be successful and a lot of us start something and we think hey world here i am come and listen to my podcast and <laughs> You kind of learn after a while, after your mom and your best friend have listened to it over and over and you're trying to get new listeners. That's it, right? Yeah. So for me, it's been a good encouragement because those people were honest with me. They said, hey, you need to stick with this. It needs to be a part of your regular protocol. And the only way you will continue to grow is if you have the mindset that this will take time. And it doesn't mean you can't be an overnight success. Some people I talked to did it you know, within a matter of months. They were very large. Some took a few years, but they all had the similar messages is that you have to continue going and do it. And that, that work will pay off eventually. It, it will come to fruition. You just have to stick with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask for, and I hate to put you on the spot here, but uh, can I ask for some specifics that the folks who had been doing podcasting for a while in the financial space, what kind of advice did they give you uh, when you were chatting with them at FinCon or, or since you've caught up with them
1: afterwards? Yeah. A couple things that really stuck with me, I alluded to earlier. One was they, the first thing they said was don't get too caught up in having a perfect podcast right away. You know, I was thinking, hey, I got to have, you know, music and get all this mixing equipment and make it sound real professional. And obviously, that's where I want to go with it. But one of the best advice I got was just go buy a nice USB microphone, find a nice quiet place, get your thoughts down. And so having been a public speaker before and and dealt with that a lot, I was used to working up an outline and kind of guiding my thoughts with that. So two things right away were, you know, come up with a show outline, that things you want to talk about, main points you want to hit, and don't overthink the technical part. You can get a microphone, you can download free software from Audacity, find a good host, and you're up and running and and lo and behold, I was so yeah, and so that to me was really good advice because I again trying to think of having it perfect right away, like so many other endeavors in life, sometimes you have to grow into it, and I also think it's great because it it allowed me to see that I liked it, and mm. you know, I could do a podcast or two, and I was like, "Hey, I really enjoy doing this, and I've talked to other people that they're just they find the medium difficult. So they're like, you know what, I'm going to stick to my blog. I'm going to stick to this, my YouTube channel, whatever. But most of the people that are writers, you know, they kind of maybe have shied away from podcasting and video. And so I think it's one of the good things I learned too, was give your, give yourself a chance to see if you like it. So I, I, you know, like a lot of things in life, we sometimes make a huge investment in something, and then we're like, you know, I don't even want to do this. So yeah. that was good advice to me because while I had the desire to do it, since I was a complete newbie, it did give me exposure to it and, and make sure that it was something I wanted to, to stick with long term. So I think that was great advice there.
0: Yeah, yeah. From the time you decided, really decided that you were going to do the podcast, to when you recorded your first episodes and got launched, how long did it take?
1: It probably took me, after FinCon, it probably took me still another month to maybe even six weeks before I yeah. mustered up the courage to record it.
0: <laughs> no, no. And, I mean, I think that's that's still great. I think a lot of people sit out there and fret and ponder and twiddle their thumbs and everything for, for a long, and understandably. Uh, it, it's a complicated, dynamic kind of process. It's not like, oh, get a WordPress site and click publish on your first post, right? You have gear and recording and syndication and iTunes and hosting and all this RSS feed that no one understands. Like it's, it's complicated. So six weeks, I think it's very admirable to say like, I'm going to go and to, to kind of have the show live. That's, that's really good. But and the reason I ask is to give the listeners kind of an idea of like, if they're listening today and they say, I want to start doing a podcast to think you're going to get it live in less than a month is probably not realistic unless you're just kind of, gangbusters about it um and and it's definitely not whatever a failure uh if it takes six weeks or two months it's perfectly reasonable
1: yeah i think that i think that seems really reasonable and i was really excited about it so that that helped and but even then like i said there was you there's always those nerves and wondering you know you're you're exposing yourself to the world yeah and uh you know i for me, it was, I, that's something even professionally I kind of struggled with was uh, just getting myself out there um, and, and finding ways, not like you want to be a, a relentless self-promoter, but all of us, whether whatever we're pursuing in life and especially business, we do want to have our name known and we do want to get give people a chance to get to know us and build relationships and want to work together. So, and for me, it's a really comfortable thing and I just, I really enjoy it. And I know I've even, I've struggled at times with consistency and now I've gotten to where I'm like, no, this is a must. I started out and I started off slow. That was another good advice I got from FinCon. They're like, do every two weeks till you get comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you don't have to continue to crank out content all the time but just make sure what you put out is good. So I I, I try to just start with 20-minute episode, two times a month. And now that I've gotten the bug, I really want to get to a weekly episode and make it, make it just a mandatory exercise for me because I, I do see not only the critical value it adds, but also the enjoyment I get out of it, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great.
1: So kind of getting
0: back to your business and the purpose of the podcast, obviously, to, to kind of put yourself out there, grow your brand, your personal and kind of professional brand. Uh, not everyone that we've had on the show is kind of podcasting for their business. So I'm interested to hear from you at this point, uh, what you feel like the podcast has done for you and your brand and your business and kind of how you see that between now and we'll say, six, you know, at the end of the year, six months from now or so.
1: It's been exciting for me because I've gotten really good feedback. And what's nice for me is I know for me, my business is not only a labor of love, like so many people when you're an entrepreneur and trying to get started. But my overwhelming goal with my podcast is really to inspire people to think about their finances, to think about their fitness. And the podcast I really try to talk about the emotional impact and kind of navigating like I talked about earlier those those things that can hold us back whether it's with our money whether it's getting into shape because I see so many correlations. I have had people contact me and we've started conversations about potentially doing business together but what's rewarding for me is that I've gotten feedback just from people like, you know, hey, your your podcast on overcoming certain things that were holding me back really struck a chord with me, and that helped me. And um, so that, while I I wanted to, you know, ultimately be a driver for my brand, I, I do want to use it as a tool to help people and get get uh, some good advice out there. I, I first and foremost, I just I you know, with my background, I being coming from a training space and working with personal finance. I really enjoy the giving aspect of the business, and I've had a lot of people where they'll call and they'll have a quick question, and I'll answer it. And they're like, "Well, what can we do now?" I was like, "Well, you're in good. You're in great shape. You're doing all the right things." So, if you if you know someone that needs some help, I'll be glad to do it. But you know, I just enjoy that giving aspect, and and I think it it provides rewards there. So the podcast has really been a a great way for that. And and I think like any other endeavor, it takes a, a while to get to, to know people, to even decide if you want to do business with them. So just getting good feedback that people are enjoying the content, that they get some inspiration and encouragement from it, that's really rewarding to me. And I, I think continuing to plant those seeds will just help things grow. And it'll help me be able to just work with more people and, and try to get them to have a positive approach to their money and their their fitness and overall uh, health.
0: Sure, sure. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm just kind of reflecting here as you're saying that. I think it's, I think it's great to to have the giving mindset and just say I'm I'm giving without any kind of thought or expectation of receiving back. And uh, and I think if that's your mindset going into something like podcasting or blogging or a YouTube channel or social media uh to go out there and provide value for, for your audience and your market or niche or whatever, then I think you'll you'll be successful. You won't get burned out and people will love you. I think these some some of us, maybe myself included, sometimes say, I'm gonna do this so that I can get that. And uh and I think if we can all have more of a a purely kind of altruistic mindset, then then we'll all be better off.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I I get a lot of I just get a lot of joy especially, um, I've gotten some listeners that are younger, you know, i I turned 46 this year. So it's like, wow, where did the time go? And I, I wish I would, I wish I would have had someone when I was like 20, 21 to talk about this stuff with me. So just being able to do that is, is exciting and helping, you know, just having that heart of a teacher, you want to help people make good decisions and money is such a complicated thing. There's so much emotion involved there's so many things, you know. We're we're just inundated with information constantly, and and I think the goes same goes with fitness too. It's this diet, that diet, this workout program. So sometimes it's hard to cut through that noise, and I like to just help people do that so they can find what works for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, just to to jump back to the structure of the show, you mentioned that you are uh, you started out. Uh, like 20 minute episodes every other week or twice a month. Uh, is that by yourself or have you had guests on the show thus far?
1: I've had one guest. Um, my, I had an episode with uh, my tax professional. We talked about taxes earlier this year, but that's one area I really want to expand because there's just so many exciting people to talk about in the podcast space, like our conversation today, like in the FinCon group. There's people that are like, hey, if you ever need a guest on your podcast, just call me or send me a note and I'll join you immediately. So I feel like that's the next phase for my podcast because, you know, it's nice to be able to get my thoughts out there and maybe share a topic. But I do find even myself, I enjoy podcasts where there's more interaction like this, where you do get different viewpoints. And I think it's great when you get dialogue. and people that are able to give you a perspective on something that you may not have even thought about. Mm -hmm. So for me, I feel like that's the next phase of growth for me. I I don't want it to be just myself talking. Uh, I think I could put good content out there, but it's, I think it's more engaging and I think it, it's easier in the sense of, you know, you don't, instead of having to talk for a half hour myself, I can engage with another person it gets conversational and I think there's, there's a lot of uh, interaction that's enjoyable and getting different people and different viewpoints is, is a really exciting thing to me. So that's, I feel like that's what I I need to work on next for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, yeah, having a conversation especially with another podcaster is like the easiest thing. I mean, we sit down to record a 30 minute or 20 minute episode and it's, it's just so easy. But for me, and I feel like I've been podcasting for geez, three and a half years. Doing a twenty-minute monologue by myself is the most intimidating thing ever. Like I just, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I don't. I could do it, but it would be really difficult. Um, so I think that you've you've picked a difficult road to get the first uh, thirteen episodes out in. And, and at this point, I would I would suspect that things will go quite a bit easier uh, if you do get regular guests on or a co-host or, you know, what kind of panels or whatever it is to, like you said, have dialogue and bounce ideas back and forth and kind of let people help you with the content and the dynamics of the show. Because by yourself, it's just hard. It's just complicated. And uh yeah, the dynamic of the show is really different, uh I think, by yourself than than to have guests on. Um So I, I think it's probably a good move.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know that that'll be a good move for me. And the cool thing is in the personal finance space. There's just so many people to talk about, and with the nature of my podcast, I I could you know I look forward to getting some good personal trainers on and getting some financial people that I admire. And one of my favorite podcasts I I listened to for years was uh, is uh, Paul Merriman. I learned a lot from him. Paul uh, was a very successful financial advisor and started a podcast and a foundation. Now his work is all. Through his foundation, just to educate people. But I, I got a chance to meet him in person. I said, "Wow, I'm just blown away by your podcast because you'll talk for an hour about, you know, he'll get really technical on uh, Vanguard and Fidelity index funds." And I just told him, "I was like, how do you do that?" He's like, "Well," (laughs) he started laughing. He's like, "I know, you know, I lose a lot of people probably when you get real technical." But he said, "It's just, you know, something I love doing and." So I I was laughing with him, but I said, "Yeah, I I, uh, I just don't think people would want to hear me talk for that long." So,
0: <laughs> yeah. The thing he didn't tell you probably is that for his whatever thirty minute episode, it probably takes him two and a half hours to record it or something crazy. Because I mean, you just can't <laughs> personally. I just can't record something correct the first time. I mean, we we won't edit this show hardly at all because it's just you and me talking. But if I'm just sitting here staring at the microphone by myself. Uh, it's just really hard to get the words out right. So yeah, I mean, I think just getting the content out with someone else is so much easier. Yeah,
1: definitely. And uh, anything you can do to to not only make the content more interesting, but also make it easier on yourself, I think is a good thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, so you know, thirteen and thirteen episodes and a couple months into to your podcast at this point. Uh, looking back, what advice would you give a beginner podcaster or a younger Chris Ball uh, who's looking at getting into podcasting?
1: My first word of advice would be don't don't hold back and let fear hold you back. I know it, it can be very it seems like it can be very intimidating. And while it it is, it's also to me it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. And not to say that it's not difficult and it, it and I think it's one of those things that what you put into it is what you get out of it. So if I, I've talked to some people, they're like you know, if I, if I'm having a bad week and I just wing it, <laughs> you can hear that in the podcast and the quality suffers. So, mm. um, I thought that was good advice too. the, another point from FinCon, but so they, but they, they really helped me just to appreciate, don't be intimidated by the process, get started. And, you know, I've learned so much from people like yourself and, uh, some of the Facebook groups like the FinCon group and, like I mentioned, make sure, get yourself a, a nice USB microphone. There's software like Audacity, and then you can go on YouTube, you can go on websites, and you have these people that are in the community that will teach you step-by-step how to put out a, a decent first podcast. Again, it's probably not going to sound like uh, uh, you know the, the greatest radio show ever, but you will have a live, living, breathing podcast, something that you did yeah so uh you know, give yourself a chance to experience it, and don't don't be intimidated by it. um It was you know it was something once I got the bug at FinCon it was something like we talked about came together rather quickly, but you know it took me a long time to kind of work up to that, and looking back, I'm like, I wish I would have gotten it even sooner because I really found that I enjoyed it so like i like I talked to my fitness clients, like I talked to my financial advising clients. Let's get started. That's that's the best thing to do. Get started, start small, start slow. Once you find that you like it, once you find it's something you want to do, then I think you can go to the next phase and work with people like yourself that have been doing it a lot longer, and you can improve your your quality. You can improve the content. You can. It's going to be a something that you can can grow with. So have reasonable expectations get started and then learn from people that have been doing it a long time because there's so many out there that will just love to help you along the way. And that's, that's a great feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's wonderful. That's fantastic advice. Uh, and I think a great place to to wrap it up. But, uh, but Chris, for folks who want to find out more about you and your podcast and your business, where can they go to learn more?
1: I'm over at buildfinancialmuscle.com and that's where I have my blog, my podcast. You can get a hold of me if you'd like. Um, And then I do, I have my separate firm that I do my financial planning through. But if you want to get an introduction, visit me over at buildfinancialmuscle.com and you can check out the podcast and all the other content I have available. So would love to have people visit and and check it out.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Chris Ball, thanks so much for being on the show today. Appreciate
1: it. Thanks, Craig. It was such a pleasure and an honor and I'm so grateful. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Hackers. If you liked what you heard today, please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. This goes a long way towards helping spread the word about the show to other
1: podcasters just like you. Until next time, happy podcasting.